Okay. Good afternoon and welcome to a very special interview show of the Pro. Today it's my pleasure to have Long Zhenxu Sir from China on our show. Sir is the president of Chengdu Institute of World Affairs and PhD from Beijing Foreign Studies University. Thank you very much, sir, for agreeing to this interview and welcome to the Proud. Thank you, sir. Recently, China has claimed many parts of the lands of various countries. Are the areas that China is claiming genuinely belongs to China, or it's it's a part of China's expansion strategy? Put some light on this matter. Actually, not recently claiming and China claims the territory is hello more than. Uh, 18 years ago, just after the Second World War, by uh, by the then former uh, you know Republic of China, uh, so it's long history. Last recently, uh, because you know China is a very big country and a very old country, so there are some territory dispute with neighboring countries is quite normal. So the key is how can China and the neighbors to solve the dispute. As China always emphasize that to solve the problem, so solve the territory dispute uh, yeah. by peaceful negotiation. So that's our long-standing uh, stance on the territory dispute with uh, neighboring countries.、Uh, actually, China solve most of the territory dispute with our neighbors like Russians, Korea, Pakistan,、yeah. Nepal, and. Most of the country, even Vietnam, on the land territory dispute.、Uh, so I think I believe China and our neighbor countries we can solve the territory dispute、uh, by peaceful, peaceful ways.、Uh, but、yeah. unfortunately, some foreign powers like the U.S. they try to alienate China and、uh, our neighbors. And also try to they want to benefit from the tension between China and neighbors. But I think、uh, China and all our Asian countries, our neighbors, we have enough、uh, wisdom, smart. We try to be more smart to solve our problems peacefully and contribute to the common interests and the regional stability. So, what is the importance of China in global politics, keeping in mind the current scenario? I think because China now is the second largest economy in the world and also one of the five permanent members of the UN Security Council. So, China has enough ability and also the obligation and to to the world and to human beings to contribute to Chinese. Uh, ability, uh, responsibility to the world, peace and development. I think it's very important. All our major global issues cannot be solved if there's no Chinese participation. Yeah. Okay. So many countries claimed that China was the one who was responsible for spreading the SARS-CoV-2 virus, including the United States. How would you respond to them, and what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, but it's not true. Not many countries. Only a few countries, as you mentioned, the United States and、uh, his 
dollar like Australia, very few countries, but many countries claim that China should be responsible for COVID-19, the pandemic of COVID-19. Yeah. So such kind of charge has no any concrete or professional scientific evidence to support such charge to, to China. It's very it's, uh, irresponsible for, for the world. All the professional scientists and doctors in the world, including some leaders from WHO, do not agree with such kind of charge on, on China. Uh, so we should understand this kind of issue based on scientific evidence, not by yeah. you know driven by political reasons or by some you know popular populism, especially in, in the U.S. because the government, Trump, Donald Trump, the administration uh, mishandled the issue of the COVID-19 pandemic in the, US, in the U.S. So they yeah. want to shift and avoid the responsible and shift to, to, to China and also to shift to avoid their own obligation or responsibility. So I think that's uh, driven by political reasons, not by the fact and truth. There's no any scientific evidence to support the charge. No many countries. Yeah, only a few, especially the U.S. and uh, Australia. Till yeah. now, the, the, even the U.K. and Canada do not support such charge by the U.S. Okay. So from la from last few months, the relations between India and China are getting worse. How do you see this? Yeah, and uh, because of the you know border dispute between China, actually it lasts uh, about. Yes, more than seven, 70 years yeah. old. Uh, it, yeah. So it cannot be. So I think it cannot be solved in a short term. And so yeah. the key for two countries is to handle, to manage the dispute, yeah. manage the crisis, try to avoid uh, the dispute or, or conflict. So unfortunately, it happened uh, in this June. Because some. Yeah, there's also some casualties. I, I think uh, in my uh, I've been two countries, so Cape and uh, rational, strategic uh, to handle the bilateral relations. I think yeah. China is very important to India, and India also is very, very important to, to China. Uh, we People for people we can choose neighbors, but for countries we cannot choose neighbors. Even we don't like each other, but we should manage our relations and try to work together and live together peacefully and friendly. Uh, I think the leaders, both countries, both leaders from two countries should be very rational and calm and and guide the bilateral relations for a very friendly and peaceful environment for two countries and to so that should not trigger hostility and hate between two countries and two people. I think that's very important. Okay, so what are the major political reasons according to you behind the changing relationship between India and China? 
So I have been studying India and China India nearly 20 years. So it's difficult for me to understand the recent foreign policy, foreign diplomatic actions by India. So, for example, boycott China and forbidden so many stop the use of so many Chinese apps in India yeah. and also yeah. stop many Chinese companies involved yeah. in Indians some construct, road construction or yeah. technical equipment. Yeah. So even there are some problems, you know, like border dispute. But we from Chinese perspective, we may we can separate the dispute with uh, our normal trade and uh, economical cooperation. And unfortunately, so we cannot understand why Indian government takes such actions. But because it, for, for one thing, it damage Chinese relations, China-Indian relations or damage China interests. But it also caused a lot of loss for Indian, Indian people, Indian companies, because yeah. They benefit from even, the even friendship, there, even the, the cooperation even in between India, China and India. Even in India, there are there are many people like who are uh, not supporting this particular ban because there are many many youth people, especially uh, students who are a fan of TikTok and fan of Share It and apps like this. Yeah, so the friend friendship and the cooperation between China and India that's the interest of two countries and two people. So we. I, I hope that through countries, through government and leaders, you should yeah. make efforts, uh, find some new way, uh, creative way to take the bilateral relations back to normal. Okay, so how can India and China come together once again and how can we take our year-long friendship uh, forward peacefully? Um, in my personal opinion, I think for the two countries, uh, especially leaders, uh, uh, elites in two countries should, should be more responsible, I think, uh, rational, uh, to try to be more pragmatic. Uh, for some reasons, some preference between China and India, we don't understand the importance of both countries to each other. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, for, for countries, we cannot choose neighbors. Even we don't like each other, we have to live together. Uh, so, because China and India were two yeah. big powers, yeah, two big yeah. powers in Asia and the world, uh, we should we have we sh- we shoulder uh, yeah. responsibility not only for two countries yeah. but uh, in Asia region and the world. Uh, so we should view the bilateral relations strategically and then find some constructive way to yeah. to talk to each other. I love, you, you know, recently uh, Mr. Morty have some phone call with many leaders around the world. And also President Xi Jinping also have had so many uh, phone call with uh, some other leaders. But now, till now, there's no direct dialogue between President yeah. Xi Jinping and the Prime Minister Modi. I yeah. think, I hope that two leaders should talk to each other directly and then you can create a very 
good and normal friendly atmosphere between for two countries and to society. Okay, so many experts believe that China will emerge as a global leader post COVID-19, and it will replace the uh, United States, or you can say dethrone the United States. So, what are your thoughts on this? You know, you know, China, we, uh, China, like India, uh, we the same so similarities. China will have 1.4 billion population. India will have 1.3. Yeah. Uh, population. Yeah. Naturally, two countries, even in the world, in the history, two countries is very important in history yeah. in the world. So now, we're, you know, just come back to the history, we just restore our position in, like, the, like in history. So China, of course, will become very big power and one of the leaders in the world, but China can show that. China cannot, and we will not replace the U.S. I think both China and India, we emphasize, we support the multipolar system. Yeah. Multipolar system. I think in, in, in the near future, in politics, in world order, we emphasize, we support bipolar system. So we support uh, how to say democracy, the democracy of international yeah. relations. Yeah. And the world, the, the, this world cannot be dominated by one country, like the US, uh, China, we should work together with US, Russian, European Euro, 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 India, all big powers should play the role, should have the, the space in world affairs. So the world affairs of human beings cannot be dominated or controlled by one country, no matter it's U.S. or China and other countries. So yeah. China will always emphasize um, democracy, democracy of international relations. We yeah. can talk each other, consult each other to um, um, global or international issues. Cannot so all the Major issues cannot be controlled or decided by one only one country. Yeah. China will play very important role because we largest population or the largest one largest economy. Yeah. Okay. So I would conclude by asking that: uh, Do you see any possibility of improving relationship between USA and China? If yes, then how? I believe because the uh, friend and the cooperation between in between China and US not benefited for two countries and two, two people. Now recently the tension of of China and the US relations is not the in not good or the not beneficiary to China and the US. So if you talk with the US the common people and the companies, the CEOs they hope that China and the U.S. we should work together because we China and U.S. are highly interdependent each other. We import a lot of goods from U.S. and also export a lot of goods to to the U.S. Both people yeah, benefit from the trade and the friendly relationship between China and the U.S. 
because China, you know, we U.S. is a very is a nuclear power, but China also is a nuclear power. So we cannot imagine the the war or even any military dispute between China and the U.S. That not only is a disaster for China and the U.S., but it's a disaster for this planet. Thank you very much, sir, for taking up the time, and thank you very much, sir, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so you. much. Thank the session was very. Thank you so much, sir. Okay. okay. See you later. Yeah.